produced by gauntletcreative.com. Hello, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Direct Input Podcast. Today is February 16th in the year 2017. Jesus. Here we are in lovely Somerville at the home of once. One night catering, no, cuisine. Culinary event. Culinary event. One night culinary event. That's how it started, at least. Is there a ballroom included? Yes. Fucking right. Lounge and ballroom. Joined by Mr. Alex Fuel. Give me fire. Give me dabba dabba da. <laughs> Good night. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> done here. Enjoy. He's over. Alex Fuel, <laughs> one of the uh, more dominant drummers in the scene nowadays. You know the circuit. The Uh-oh. circuit. <laughs> Getting douche chills yet? Oh, uh, no. Right, but, you know, I try to stay humble about it. <laughs> Keep the douche inward. How many drums? You, uh, how many bands are you playing drums in now? You know, it's funny. I used to be able to throw out a number immediately, but like lately, people ask me that, and I just say, "What's a band? I mean, what's a, what? I mean, I I feel like I'm in double digits now, but it's not that I'm not practicing with them every week. I don't know. I guess ten, eight to eight to ten. We'll 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 ballpark it. I mean, I'm actually because I'm actually been doing some session work. Like I filled in with Obsidian Tongue. For yep. two shows last year, and uh, I'm actually playing with uh, Fuming Mouth on Monday at Brighton Music Hall for uh, Max and Igor Cavalera present Roots. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're opening that show with them, Immolation and Full of Hell. So it's like Mark with a completely new lineup. It's me, Zach Baskin, uh, another dude on guitar. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. So, it's, it, it's pretty cool to be playing that stuff. It's totally different. You don't really? say n- No. Uh, I do. Right? If it, I do. If it doesn't make sense, I mean, I think the coolest thing I had to say no to was Blood Red Throne. They wanted somebody to do a tour oh, with them. Man. I don't think it worked out anyway. Freddie couldn't do it. That was kind of a crazy thing to come across my plate, but it was also like I don't know that I was in the right place to do it. I, I basically didn't want to say no. I don't like saying no. Is my problem. It's like people like doing drugs. I like playing in bands. I hate saying like no. To yeah. That. But uh, if I can't do it, I don't want to say yes and then screw over everyone over you know oh absolutely i mean it's kind of like acting and shit you know i mean anything with entertainment you gotta fucking take the opportunity yeah. to fucking, you know and you're networking you're in front of new people every time you do it if you're doing I, it right i feel like i can only do it for so long so why not get in as much as i can while i can sort of thing but the phone's ringing you know Answer. the phone's ringing yeah shit. fucking unrestricted free agent well i feel like maybe it leads to more like people like see that i'm active and then they go oh it's like it's like the f- someone that's fresh in your mind if you're trying to book a show sometimes you there's plenty of you know plenty of bands but you might not you might think of a a band first because you had seen them pop up recently or something um so maybe it helps or maybe people go i think people also look at me and go oh we shouldn't ask him because he's doing too much shit so it's like (laughs) it's also been a detriment as much as it it may have been a benefit i've always seen you as the gene hoagland of like new england (laughs) like every you're you're booked all flat always like at any time of the year you're playing for somebody i want i mean i want to be playing i want to stay active i think i want to be a little bit more active than like any you know i i think i i learned Rather than to be um, extremely annoying to my current bandmates, be like, we got to keep doing more shit. I used to do that all the time, and it would just, I think it started to just piss people off. So yeah. they'd be less productive. <laughs> they'd be like, fine, out of spite. They'd be like, fuck you. Um, <laughs> so instead, I just was like, fine, I, it's not your fault that I want to do a ton of shit. I, I, I really do wish I could just be in one band that would tour like nine months a year, but instead, I've found that I, I have done 
multiple tours a year with a couple different bands at times, which is in a way can be just as fulfilling because I still get to go out there, but it's different. It's hard to like not have like that one main band where you get to be like, this is the band I'm in, but I also play in these other bands, uh, which I think at this point is, is looking like, you know, at least for now, Black Mass because we've been touring quite a bit and we're touring under uh, Tone Deaf Touring now. So it's exciting. I've never had somebody book a tour for me. I always did it myself. So we're actually getting paid now because you get, you get <laughs> right? someone else that's guaranteed. not in the band. When <laughs> someone else dream. isn't in the band, yeah, we have been getting guarantees and food buyouts and stuff. That's oh, the right. weirdest part for me. I've never gotten a food then buyout before. Trying to figure out how to stretch that $6. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wendy's, KFC. Plus, no, not KFC. You plus, can't afford or KFC. Just beer. Get a, get they, a give you, they give you the buyout, but then you weren't even hungry, so you just spent it the next day and you yeah. get another buyout that day it's like cool now i'm rolling over it's, Fucking rolling. This, is, this is fun i i almost feel kind of bad watching the guy hand me the money because i'm like i i mean we're you're bad. paying us too i, I know you're i shouldn't feel nice. that what could be so nice well it's like they're paying us and you're giving us like an extra 10 bucks ahead <laughs> <laughs> it's like i don't know i'm not used to it that's it's, yeah, all been saying out the is, it's nice been out the court you've been banging on the door i know for like 10 we play for years. like shitty door deals forever and like spend our own money doing it so now somebody pays us you have this unique you paid a lot but it's cool very unique ability it's almost uh, a complete advantage over m- most of the other drummers i know and uh it, it, it's sort of like a superpower <laughs> you went to berkeley and you're not a cocksucker <laughs> okay. well it's because i i went to berkeley hating all the other i when i went to berkeley it wasn't cool to listen to underground death metal like dave davidson was probably one of the only other people i knew that was going Dave's good people yeah that was like that Dave's, was still cool back. You and Dave are like neighborhood guys, though. I mean, like, yeah, you, you but, grew up in Watertown. Dave's from yeah, Arlington. I guess that's part of it, too, then, maybe. I lived at home while I was going to college. I didn't live in the dorms, and I, I couldn't have lasted in there. I smoked way too much weed, and I was just already, li- like, living and hanging out in Boston to to be hanging out with a bunch of people that had never been in the city before. And, like, as if my parents didn't let me do whatever I wanted in terms of that anyway, I'd be under more restrictions living at the dorms. Yeah, <laughs> so I knew better than to get in trouble for smoking grass and stuff like that if I was going to be going to college and living on campus. But I think, too, it was like you the only people that you had that listened to metal were like, uh, oh, yeah, I go to Berkeley, I listen to metal, and I like Dream Theater and Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> it's just it was it didn't compare. I didn't like those people either, even when I went. So... Maybe yeah. that was why. I didn't want to <laughs> associate with that. Well, when'd you go? I mean, when you talk about this kind of a timestamp right there, mm-hmm. you to kill switch and shit, because they were peaking around like... Yeah, it was like 2004. To, I went I went for a little bit longer because I had to drop down to part-time to work full-time, but it was like 2004 to 2010, I guess. Yeah, you always were, too. I mean, you fucking... I mean, yeah, I I can't believe it now, looking back. I, I went to school five days a week, worked the other two, and was in two bands, and I like so I never had a day off. And I, I work a lot like that now, but still I look back and didn't have a problem with it back then, and I can't understand why. <laughs> I don't think you should. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And that's, like you said, no, you're it young. Nice. Do it. it worked. It worked out. There's no problems with it. It was uh, it was one of those things where I was just, that was, I guess, the beginning of the feeling of just staying busy. And then when things would get, like, into a lull, I'd, I'd, I would be like, I don't really like this. This is, isn't good for me emotionally or physically. So... Let's do something about it. And if like the people I was jamming with weren't doing it, I would just find something else, I guess. Oh, yeah, drama. There's plenty of work for that. Yeah, there's plenty, <laughs> plenty of work for that, I guess, in the, in the, in the area. That's true. That's a job that's not going away anytime soon. All right. Drumming in New England. Very Any genre, right. really. Yeah, yeah. So fucking um, ultimately, you grow up in Watertown, you graduate, you start playing. I think Scaffins was probably your most 
predominantly no, uh, known band at the time when yeah, you started breaking. Yeah, it was actually Force Fixation was the first okay. band that I had jammed with. Like, you grew up with Brian? No. I uh, I met Brian through a mutual friend. Um, while I was in college, I was just like trying to find, for the life of me, trying to find people that wanted to jam. Looking on like Craigslist, trying to f- find what I could at Berkeley, but the old, the issue was they never lived at they never lived around there. So they would we'd have like summer break and they'd leave for a couple of months and it was just you'd lose all the momentum and it never really was the same when they'd come back, sort of thing. You know, didn't really ever pick up where you left off. It was like cool, that was a good brief stint. Now let's find someone who actually wants to keep doing this. And I was I actually left from a practice with some Berkeley dude to go hang out with my buddy. He lived on Ashford Street in Austin, like party area of of uh of austin at the time at least and we just getting stoned in the basement and go oh yeah you know where'd you come from i was always just playing drums oh cool i play guitar we're all into the same bands you like you want to jam like whatever so that was kind of the, the start of being able to actually play with other musicians instead of just playing to like recorded tracks did you ever go to shows in Austin as a kid, like underage and shit? You uh, see in the uh, the basement shows that would occur. I wish I actually knew about it when I was a bit younger. I didn't start going until I was nineteen. Right um, but I, it was one of those things where I realized starting to meet people that had been going for way longer, and real and and just all my only sentiment was, "Fuck! I wish I had had any idea this was going on any sooner than than now." Because I would go always to just like bigger shows. You know, like one of the first shows was like Biohazard at like the Songus Arena. Like it just was where they were playing. I didn't know about local venues, you know, stuff like that. Had somebody tell me, oh, you want to find people that you want to play with? Just go to shows at O'Brien's and you'll meet people there that will want to play music. You just didn't get the memo. But I I was like, (laughs) what's O'Brien's? I literally said that. I didn't know. My first show that I went to, like a local show, was at Church of Boston, actually. Okay. Yeah, but like. I definitely felt like I missed out on a lot. I mean, the church down by fucking uh, Fenway Park. Yeah, on, yeah, 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 behind really? Fenway and Kilmanark Street. Back okay. when they, you know, that that was always one of my favorite bar venues in Boston to play at or go to a show at. They had really, in my opinion, really solid sound there, both yeah. on and off stage. It was always a standout for a small bar room. Parkins a bitch during Parkinson's that game, Oh my god! I was gonna say like now's the time was... to go to go there and play because it's right across the street mm. from Fenway Park. I know. And there's been situations where you're just a patron trying to go to the fucking show and they're whacking you 20 bucks just to pack behind the fucking club. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, on top of fucking seeing, you know, the, the $15 fucking touring course. band. It's a know? shame that it's gone. But I always felt that on the on the flip side of that is when you went and there wasn't a game, they actually had a free parking lot up. Totally, yeah. And no that was the kick of the nuts, yeah. Everyone always would complain. I, I mean, I think these days, I, I, I don't think, maybe I'm just used to it, so I don't think parking at O'Brien's is any any issue anyway, but people would always complain. There's ways no around O'Brien's. There. You got to know where to park. There's, you do. There's, 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 there's don't the give them spot. away. Brighton Music Hall is a pain in the deck. Brighton Music oh, Hall, yeah, Great Scott's paying the dick. But Middle East ain't that bad. People fucking bitch about Middle well, East. I, know that, and I, think I mean, I guess I just know all the, I know where to... I mean, there's the, the municipal lots there, but there's also free parking. Like, no, Middle East is the nothing. There's so Middle much East near is, the uh, school and shit. Yeah, by right. the EMF so building, much. there's free parking over by the EMF building. It's like three blocks away. Yeah. Shit, I already gave away one now. Uh, oh, but everyone knows about that. That one's on the house, people. You know, Everyone yeah. that practices there knows that that's the spot. Exactly. All right. Well, fucking... um. We're here at once, though. This is kind of like your, your, your gig, though, when you're not on the road and shit. Yeah, fucking, yeah. you know? You fuck, what, what exactly is your title down here? Hospitality's um, liaison or some well, shit? Well, I guess technically these days it's assistant venue manager. Um, 
but yeah, because that's mostly what I'm doing is backing up our, our venue manager, Laura. Um, and she's running the show aside from our owner, JJ, and our production manager, Sean O'Brien. But uh, my main job is to you know, make sure the bands are received into the venue, tell them where they need to go, where to load in, where to park, you know, take care of all the hospitality. I'm the one that gets all the riders for tech and hospitality and make sure like we can give what they're asking for. There's not some, like, they're not just showing up and expecting a whole different story than what we can provide. Um, you know, advancing the shows and putting up all the ticket information and, you know, online purchase point for all the shows we have here. So, you know, I'm not exactly, because we have a lead talent buyer, Chris Porter, so I'm not really the one that's doing a lot of the booking here, but I'm the yeah, one that's right that's under That's more stressful than me, in my opinion. I, th I you think know. he's got a lot more experience doing it, so it makes it a lot easier, and it, it, we've been running the calendar a lot better with him here. Um, it's just one of those things where, where you already are familiar with a lot of the bands on the touring circuit, even like outside of the metal industry, because that's obviously what I know. But he's got his finger on a lot more than just that in terms of, I think that we stay open as a venue better than just being a metal bar because we're such a big room. We can't just book this place with all metal schedule. We wouldn't Jackpot. fill a calendar. You nailed it right there. Would you, you guys have that sellout fucking uh, Perturbator show here? A couple Perturbator <laughs> sold out. That one sold out pretty quick. <laughs> Keep stroking my hair here. That's cute. That Gentle was a house. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw, yeah, Perturbator, yeah. big, big uh, dark wave, synth yeah, wave I band. Think, I think he could. I sounds like fucking got, you play yeah. if people don't know about it, it sounds like some sort of darkness out of Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yeah, right. You know, it's good. <laughs> it's I like true. it. It's, I think it's we got legit lucky electronic. To have that one shit. Here. I think that next time he comes back, he's going to a bigger bigger venue and he'll probably sell that one out too. This four hundred capacity or something? Three seventy five. Three seventy five on the floor bigger, in the ballroom. Yeah, I mean that's gotta think the that's just sellable because we gotta have bands and staff and guest list and all that what fit in here legally with the sellable capacity that we have too. So what Josh isn't telling the audience is that he's playing here tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's an abnormality he's, show. It's he's, like, <laughs> he's like asking these questions like well, he's never been here, but it's like it's it's funny. It's a weird third person perspective. So it's, it's cool. Well, we came here. We saw Venom Incorporated here. Yeah, uh, back in the summer. Oh, shit, and it was a yeah. solid. Was and that was like one of the best shows of last year by far. That was pretty solid. But you know, we get here and uh, there's, there's a whole fucking menu. It's it's farm to table, I believe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, everything's locally sourced. So we can hear they got dollar oysters, kid. Fucking from four to eight dollar oysters. We haven't had those in a while, though. I gotta be honest. I wish that we still had the same menu. But I, I want to put in an order for two hundred right now. Let's go, fucking yeah. up front. <laughs> we throw um, the rider. We, <laughs> you only have oysters in your rider, right? Now. I know. <laughs> he, he literally texted me like three days ago. He's like, "You guys gonna have oysters on Thursday?" <laughs> I, I felt bad too. I was like, felt like I was crushing him to say no. Oh, we we haven't had him in a while. Things have just changed differently with the with the kitchen. We don't we're not open all the time the way we used to be. We're more strategic about it because we'll we'll spend so much money just to open the kitchen. It's tough to make that money. we gotta like make sure there's a lot of people yep. just coming in the room so it just makes sense. That's all. Got the house. I just music know, yeah, I was just don't say play fucking <laughs> track one off of Unchained the Walls. Fucking fuck. <laughs> Did a head <laughs> yeah, I was playing D six six. So fucking this place has been here though for like what two years now. So we've been running it as the, a venue the way we've been running it for maybe about a year and a half. I'd say um, last year was our first year running it as like an actual venue. Whereas they've been in this building for three years. They've basically started doing it because the owner and um, 
the head chef run a catering company out of the same kitchen. Uh, this place used to be called Cuisine and Locale, and they were basically like a bunch of like she's very. They've both been very active in the music scene for a very long time, not just here, but she uh, used to live out in Portland. Um, she actually knew Kurt Cobain quite well. She's a photographer, so she used to take pictures of like Nirvana, Jane's Addiction, uh, Black Flag. Um, she's got a lot of those photos in this lounge actually. Yep. yep. And so they they had this space and they started going. Well, why aren't we doing shows here? too like because because they used it as a like a cater like a private catering location because they would always cater like on-site people other people's weddings and stuff but you can do like wedding receptions down here too so they also do private events here which is another good way to oh, keep yeah. this place open well, it's, a, it's a full ballroom almost yeah i, mean, we, I don't know what technically a full ballroom is but they, they got the floor. it is i mean <laughs> it's funny it's when true. you walk in there and you're here to see like arch goat and, and and it looks like you could have a fucking quinceanera down there. Andrew WK was here. Andrew WK was here. That <laughs> right. was cool. So good. That one was sold out, and that yeah, was back. Was that was like that was back before we even called it once. You know the, what I mean? Like they were still booking pretty cool shows here. DJ to Metal Night here. Yeah. Every uh, every, every Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. Every night. Tuesday we got Metal Night. And uh, but that night there was also Simpsons trivia. Yeah, so you got lucky. I, like I told you, that's the only Tuesday that they have the kitchen open. Really? Yeah, that's the, we don't do it other otherwise. Normally, it's called Bring Your Own Pizza. The pizza place down the street actually stays open past close just for us. Like if you call him on the phone, he'll pick up at like an hour and a half past close and be like, "No, we're closed." <laughs> <laughs> but like if our if our manager Laura calls, he picks up, takes the order, he fucking brings it because he knows he's gonna make business. And and it's just one of those things where we used to be closed on Tuesdays, and Laura and, and another guy that used to work here, uh, Lex, they were like, "We're gonna make this our night. We're gonna open the bar on Tuesdays when we would normally be closed because we're gonna do our own thing. It's gonna be called Metal Night, and we're gonna fucking play whatever we want." <laughs> and it and it's been running for like almost two years now, so it's been pretty cool to have that here. It's like we don't really have a metal bar in Boston. This isn't exactly a metal bar. But at least on Tuesday night, it's the pretty damn closest thing you're going to get. Safe space. Yeah. <laughs> safe space for people who hate safe <laughs> spaces. <laughs> okay, I fucking hate everyone. Just play a lot, bunch of loud music and give me beer. Okay, this is better. All right, I feel all right. I'm safe feel now. Good. Yeah, I now feel I'm safe. safe. Everyone else is safe from us. <laughs> yeah. Just put them all in one room on yeah. Tuesday. <laughs> well, fucking at the end of the day, though, when I think about it, this is the only place... Mm, not the only place. This is a real fucking pro, like kind of European style to fucking management when it comes to respecting the musicians. It's not True. the only place in America, but it's one of the top few, I especially like in the Northeast. It fucking really kind of has a philosophy that's it's for the artist by the artist, so to say. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the reason is we all understand, you know, me especially being one of the hospitality managers here, what it's like to show up to another venue and whether it's a good experience or a bad experience. And yeah. I, I feel like because we're not the biggest venue in town and we're not part of live nation or aeg which is which now owns bowery in the northeast damn the scoop and everything and it, yeah so you got two major companies and we're almost as big as mo most of the other venues in town that are run by both those companies but we're independent and we're not we do it for business but we do it because this is what we like at the same time and while i'm sure those people like it too we don't we're not as maybe 
inhuman about it when it comes to the rules or you mean inhuman well you know i just you mean feel like, like capitalist and shit yeah I, I mean i'm not saying it because i have any specific bad experiences but what i think i'm seeing here is that we're maybe just being a little bit more hospitable because we know how we would like to be treated because we've been in that situation and i and i and i certainly don't mean that to not sound humble about it but i think that's our goal and that's why i say it that way is because it's what we want we don't just do it and say, oh, that was a cool uh, side effect, huh? We didn't treat people like dicks because <laughs> it sucks when I show up to a venue and someone's a fucking asshole. And, you know, even if it's a band I don't like or had never heard of or literally a band that I just, I really don't like, like I just hate this band, I'll still be as nice and hospitable as I can because it doesn't, it's not, it's not their fault that I don't like their music. Good you manners know? are free. Because that's how I feel like when we show up at some of these places. Oh, we've got metal bands playing tonight. And the sound guy's a dick because he doesn't want to fucking be there. Yeah. And the bartender is, is feeling the same way. And I don't know. It's sound cool. Guy here, this guy, Goose, looks like Zelensky. Yeah. He looks just <laughs> he like Josh Zelensky. He does, actually. Like, yeah, my old drama. <laughs> he's, <laughs> the new, he's the New Hampshire Zelensky, although he lives, he's been living in Boston for quite some time now. Oh, he's from New Hampshire. He's from New Hampshire, yeah. But he's, this is a farm-to-table fucking sound <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> Zelensky. Yeah, I think, I, you know, he started playing with Coffin Birth. I think that's how he kind of ended up down here, and now he plays in Lord Almighty, which is really, it could be described as black metal meets Thin Lizzy. Yeah, we've had him out at fucking Ralph's. Yeah. I forget what show it was. You remember the movie Tommy Boy? Horrendous. Horrendous. With Chris yeah. Farley and... Uh, yeah, I just read David Spade's book, by the way. Oh, get out of here. So, so Zelensky is the boss in that movie. Yeah. You know, the, the, so when you <laughs> yeah. said Zelensky, I always saw was Dan Aykroyd. I'm like, <laughs> he looks like Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> <laughs> you know that, Josh Zelensky? No, I never him? met him. Ah. I've heard the name, but uh, no, I haven't met him. Oh, so when I heard Zelensky, of course, my brain went to fucking Dan Aykroyd. That's all good. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm so fucking jaded from fucking <laughs> being in a band with Z- Zelensky for you three years. Like Dan Aykroyd, no? no, that's one of my. Fa- that's a great, great fucking part of Tommy Boy. Is at the end where he takes one of the face there. Oh yeah, the plant there. That's the fucking the 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 uh, that you pay flies. Yeah, right, right, right. Off of his head. <laughs> good stuff. Um, so fucking. Where are you going to be fucking this time next year? Fucking, I, I kind of want to get moved. We got a lot of people hopefully showing up on tour, here tonight. But hopefully also working here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's... I, but I, I know. think that it's... You I don't have know. an employer that understands yeah. the grind of being the musician. Though. They do, but it's also like we don't... They also want me working here because we don't have that many people to take care of all of it. If I'm gone, it's like one extra person handling their shit and mine. So yeah. got to pick and choose. That's why I was like, I was bummed I couldn't go out with you guys because I was going on tour like a couple weeks later, you know. I wish I had one of those like throwaway jobs that could pay the rent that I didn't mind working, but then could literally just like leave for like any time and they didn't mind. But at the same time, I'm, I'm really happy to work here because it's actually something that's more fulfilling than a, a, oh, yeah. just a whatever data yeah. center. Job. Some bullshit. Turf tech. Well, it's like Blue gets to go out <laughs> whenever he wants now, but when he's back, you know. He's stocking, you know, working with Will chips. from Dysentery. Right. Yeah. So I think that um, self-made. It's yeah, not. Will a, gets it. It's not a bad job. It's just that he gets. He figured it out. He yeah. figured out how to do both. It's kind of fucked up that more employees don't get that. The musician will always kind of I come know. back for There's more. You just don't have that to pay don't me. Like well, you know, that you want to be on tour all the time. So you got to find that like right place, yeah. no matter what it is that you're doing. I guess is my point. 
that will let you do that. And that's right. the, that's important. Yeah. By right. the time a company onboards a new employee, by the time you're gone on tour and come back, it's worth it for the employee. Just you're not paying them for those weeks. Just come back. Don't you're pay already onboarded. I'll, I'll just go, but don't fire me for going. Yeah, is essentially the thing. Yeah, that's all good. So both you goons were on that fucking damn cruise ship down to fucking. We were. Why the hell would you want to go to Haiti? What the, is Haiti even that nice? <laughs> I mean, I know it's French. Well, it was like, a private resort. It Haiti. wasn't like seventy tons of metal. It's not like that's what it was. You could have gone to any island. I mean, not that I've been, but I it, you were you, you were locked in. It's not like it's I mean, not Haiti. It's it's it, Royal yeah, Caribbean. It's fenced in. Yeah. Uh, like fenced in. Could have been of any beach down there. there. And you would have been the <laughs> it's same just experience. A fence it was. It's we like two hundred feet of Haiti. It was razor wire. You couldn't get out. It's true. Really? It was razor wire. Yeah, you couldn't get out of there. They don't want you getting out. There's not even currency. You bring your cruise card yeah. with you and you, pay you for your for, beers with your cruise card. They you, actually own the land. Right. You paid for everything with the cruise card, which I wasn't expecting. But then, if you wanted to buy stuff from like the local merchants, you could pay in cash. And I supposedly was told they'd even give you U.S. change. I didn't. Ex- I wasn't expecting it. I just spent like solid bills. Like, yeah. Pl- I planned out how much I had in my pocket, and I'm like, how much, how much shit could I get for the the five to twenty dollars I was gonna spend? But I wasn't gonna be like haggling with somebody and then yeah. give them a twenty and be like, can you give me ten back? Can I get change? Like, I just haggled you down, but you know, can you give me my change? Can I, get my I actually bucks have back? more money than it's I was actually called to a Jack you? McCarthy down there. That, that that's what it is. McAfee. That's the motherfucker yeah, yeah. running around. Yeah, that's what they call money down there. Oh, oh okay. yeah, yeah. Cruise Little was tight fact. though, man. We were um, it's yeah, like it a cool. eight story fucking so cruise ship or something. Like fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen decks. They got a rock climbing wall on the top of it. And a basketball court and mini, mini, yeah, mini, mini golf, golf, right? And the flow rider uh, too. Uh, the, uh, a surf simulator. Uh, it's crazy. Um, I was working. He, you were doing so press. Half too? and half. I was, uh, I was doing interviews for like one day. I was just okay. banging out interviews, and then the rest of the time was did they, to eat at buffets. Did they cover and, your cabin or anything? Or uh, you still no, had to pay? Dude, not or nobody. Not the only. Press. No, I'm just curious because you were going as press. But then somebody said, well, what's the difference? And I'm like, actually, I don't know. Maybe they just give you the wristband. Well, he gets to hang out with the stars. He's oh, well, yeah. He is a star in his own right. Yeah, you, but I mean, he's, he's yeah, already right. hanging out with Suffo in the elevator lobby anyway. Oh, I <laughs> we'll he, talk he, suffocation. It's, we'll it's not that he can, he can go anywhere and hang <laughs> with the stars. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like, here's your access, right. quote unquote. To already hang out with people, that. some of which you already know. <laughs> you so do, you got credentials, more or less, though. Yeah, it was the credentials. You get access to their system. Because there's a press team who organizes Wi-Fi? everything. Yeah, Wi-Fi. Oh, they gave them the Wi-Fi. Oh, they, Wi-Fi they wouldn't the even give the artists the Wi-Fi. You get access to the fucking cooler. They no free drinks. Free Wi-Fi. I can't believe they, they wouldn't even give bands free Wi-Fi. On really? Yeah. No. It was like fifty. It started out like thirty bucks a day. Um, and for one device, and then they dropped it to like twelve because they realized no metalhead wanted to pay for internet. That's the thing; yeah. it starts off hot. It's like everybody's oh, yeah. like, I'm seeing like fifty thousand pitches of normally, Miami. Normally, I'm like, oh, everybody's yeah. in Miami. And, and then, then three boom, days radio later, like, I'm in Haiti. Yeah, I'm yeah. In Haiti, fucking like, get out of there. I, uh, I was like, you know what? I don't need to post a picture or talk to anyone bad enough to spend thirty bucks a day to do it. Yeah, yeah. They, I'll talk to him in a couple of days when I'm alive. Right, or I'll be dead and they'll never hear from me again. Yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> Josh gets distracted easily. I get so distracted. If he, if he yeah. sees yeah. one person like, behind him, he turns around. You gotta give the audio. People behind me right now talking. I'm like, I'm not talking. We're in a nice kitty corner here. It doesn't feel like yeah, we're out yeah. in the open. But um, fucking actually, 
Want to wrap be, things up there? Yeah, Lee. Fuck it. I, I miss living with you. I miss fucking yeah, I know. sports. And, and remember when yeah, we were saying you're, 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 only, leg you, you're the one that got me to gamble on sports. I've never <laughs> done it since, and I never did it before. Not much of a Football? gambler. Did you watch I almost the Super won Bowl the on the thing? <laughs> no, I was on the yeah. boat. No, I was working. Oh, oh, so you were working, though. Let I was me, working, tell me like, about real that, shifts. You worked, you worked the guy. fucking cruise <laughs> ship, right? Yeah, the whole fucking thing? Yeah, it was stagehands. Uh, well, they had, so let's see, four, right? Or is it five? Uh, they got the pool deck, the uh, and they got the pool deck, which is the biggest stage, and we had to help build it. And then they got the Alhambra stage, which is like a theater. Correct. That was the stage I was working. Um, and they've got the ice stu- rink. They got Studio B, which is the ice rink. They call it the ice rink because spill one beer on that floor and you're fucking skating. Oh across yeah, you're the eating room. shit real quick. Uh, then there was uh, Pyramid Lounge. Correct. Pyramid's the bar size, kind of like the upstairs here. So once there was just four, or there was a four f- stages. I'm thinking of missing. Labyrinth one. is a karaoke lounge, right, okay. but that's kind of it. Showed up on the uh, the, the daily like, sheets. So. Lomonier did like a drum clinic, just like in like practically the hallway. It's like you're walking in like this complete open area, but then there's a cut out. That's just like a lounge with like a baby grand piano. Yeah. It was so loud. It was just going up all of the staircases and shit. It was cool though. Yeah, everyone's oh, just shit. doing clinics yeah, all he's day. Yeah, doing a drum clinic. He really likes playing to hip hop beats. Well, he ain't no Hugo Hugo Arebe from Witch Trap. I know, but every, that's the best. Oh, band. dude, I that saw was them. The band that they was were tight. <laughs> like out of all tight, those bands, right. I was like, I want to go see. They the were Witch really Trap. good. Um, that being sick, dude. They didn't, <laughs> like, they didn't bring any shirts smaller than a large, so I couldn't get a shirt. But they had boat shirts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you mean a boat shirt? Like it's so some fucking... of the bands sold, made and sold shirts specifically for the cruise only. So you, <laughs> so you could smart. have gotten your very own Witch Trap shirt that um, it was like the, the logo of the hand with the skull, but instead of a skull, it was like a, a, a boat. <laughs> Catch the witch? Trap the, the boat. Trap the boat. Is what it said. I know, dude. And I was like, I'm so pissed. Move so the large fast. went Fuck. like, I, my rule with t-shirts is if the shirt goes Below my nutsack, then I can't wear it. It's just you know, when we played down in Bogota, we couldn't sell mediums to most oh, of the dudes. They were like, "No, it's too grande." Dude, I'm I like, know. What? It's too big. Fucking like we've printed Force Fixation has printed shirts in Colombia that we've sold up here. We had to rip all the tags off Smart. and re- and mark them as different sizes because Smart. they were too small. Yeah, like we bought sizes. a bunch of larges and XLs, and we had to mark them as. Uh, mediums and larges. You spent a week in fucking Bogota. Please. Almost. Yeah, yeah, like four or five days. We were there for like 56 hours. Yeah, we. I was like, I made it a point. I wanted to go there for a little longer because it <laughs> might be my one of the best chances to go. Dude, that was wild. Yeah, there's no tomorrow. This guy went. No uh, no one can hey, see hey, no hey, point hey, that, hey, but that's James why I said it. Yeah, we're all been to Columbia. <laughs> 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 you say the word Columbia, they perk up. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking like Beyond, cheap, Beyond Creation was at, the, at Dan shop the other day blasting records. And I'm like, get oh, the tea. Dude. <laughs> get the tea. <laughs> get the tea. They're like <laughs> old ladies like selling the tea on the street. Oh, the crack and the polkas. Again. <laughs> Goddamn soybeans. Dude, you couldn't buy weed to save your life, but every every person had two bags of Coke on them. Well, this all just comes back to the fact that Witch Trap's the most badass band. <laughs> Dude, they were awesome. <laughs> like, I, I stayed up till 4 a.m. to watch them play, and I was so pumped that I ended up staying up for like 26 hours. I was up from like 10 a.m. all the way till like 2 p.m. the next day until Flo's drum clinic was done, and then I crashed hard. No, what? I mean, you well, by crash hard, I meant I went to sleep for an hour and a half, and then I had to wake up for my shift. Yeah, it, you guys are both Irish too. You don't look that color. No, I'm Scottish. No Irish. Yeah, oh, you're shit. Celtic. You're one of us. Celtic. It's, yeah. it's the same Scottish shit. I'm more Scottish than Irish, too. We, we both hate the British. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the point. Like, come on. That's true. Damn Protestants. 
That's the trait. Uh, you know, <laughs> all world motherfuckers. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. The Fucking cruise was like a metal heaven, I think. It was. You know, Too like, many folk bands, though. What? Always. Uh, They'll uh, always do that. That's the fucking. That's that. You know. You know what those too many bands Europeans are. Europeans going on the boat, so they. I'm telling you, these folk bands. You know what they're encouraging? Not partying. No, it's happiness. It's, but it's not partying. Like, and it's, it's and the, it's and they all talk about. Happy. God it's damn not. that Corpa Kalani band. They don't drink that much beer at all. They don't even. <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. tired of it. I, I was joking, but I was being kind of serious. I was like, I can't wait to get off this boat and listen to, not go to a show that has synths. <laughs> or or accordion. keyboards yeah. or accordion or hold on I'm not done because there was two bands with bagpipe players in them and one had a hurdy gurdy player. All right, pool deck. The, no, the hurdy gurdy. They they were on the pool the deck. The fuck is a hurdy gurdy? <laughs> what is that? It sounds like a Johnny in the hospital. It's like you crank this wheel and it makes this weird noise. <laughs> I remember. That I don't know why it, it works this? in a metal band. I'm not saying that it does. It was some just, sort of kraut fucking town. The square. worst part was I couldn't tell you a single. Single one of those bands couldn't tell you their fucking name. Can't remember him. Couldn't understand him. They don't stick. I'm like, why? Why are you? I mean, you got me with like dying fetus suffocation, psychotic. Fucking Nile had to drop cattle, cattle decapitation, cattle cattle karaoke. Yeah, uh, don't don't did you hear about this? So Travis, well, let me just say real quick. I think yeah. the fucking Nile cancellation now makes sense because uh, <laughs> oh dude, because totally. Dallas Dallas oh, told Wade. Yes, yes, he got, he's the one been. Brian yeah. and I interviewed uh, uh, Carl Sanders. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. At, uh, Summer Slaughter, yeah. right? And uh, yeah, Dallas. That had to have been it had to been tied into they they blame visa issues. <laughs> the yeah, North they American man. <laughs> what if the world really was visa issues? Get visa. What if oh, it really shit. was visa issues? And 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 Carl Carl was just like, you know what, Dallas. I'm fucking tired of you fucking and like you know like like you what know, if it was that I'll never talk about it on Neckbreaker but uh, we we went with the dudes in Power Glove and their bass player Nick got brutal virus like stomach puking his uh, brains up they locked him up right? couldn't even let they wouldn't even let him on the boat because oh. he figured if he got in the line he'd be fucked he was that dead 20, what do you mean he got in the line well like the cruise line to get on the boat you got to yeah. fill out forms and all that shit but he yeah, was they're so really serious about sounds like Schindler's sick. list they don't want you to be sick at all if you got a stomach bug or something they don't want you on that boat for 3 days so uh Nick's they had to find a replacement bass player 24 hours notice to learn their set so not only did they find <laughs> a dude in Florida Oh he, my god. He spent the first full day just learning Power Glove set and then they played so the dude the bass player you saw Power Glove at 70k He's not in the band at all. He's just a friend of theirs. <laughs> really? So, Niall not being able to find a bass player four weeks yeah, in advance. Yeah. And I get it. It's, you know, it's Niall, different music and shit, but... He's a singer. You tell me there's not one Niall fan out there who wouldn't die for that opportunity to play oh, yeah. 70K for Niall and knows it's, all their shit? It's not as bad as the Keith Moon uh, sit-in. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. So, I mean, there's something there. I didn't mean to go on a tangent there, but you brought no, up... No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the inside Travis, scoop. Travis like inside. couldn't go on the boat because he uh, had a serious uh, health uh, emergency with a family member. His brother. So, yeah. So, they literally just were like... I think you had to so email in advance and get confirmed. But, yeah, they just had people go going up for two songs at a time, doing their entire... Like, doing their set all the way through. Like, just... Kill okay, up. which song do you want to do? Oh, cool. Come on stage uh, now. Do the song. It don't okay. suck. It don't suck. <laughs> We've never probably even met you before. Um, 
Let's see how this goes. We'll buy you a beer later. The <laughs> decap factor. I watched. I can't. I, I only. I didn't get to watch their whole set, but I walked over to the stage because I was still on shift. Watched a song and then watched the guy get off stage, and some other dude jumped up on there and did the next song. That's a uh, Jesus made man. somebody's night. Was remember. it Andreas Montoya? No, okay. but I bet he was pissed that he wasn't on that boat. The best is you don't even need to have an extra vocalist, and he'll just do it anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love oh, it. I don't man. know how you know all the lyrics of all those songs, and, and just, uh, he's got an encyclopedia up there of death metal vocals. Just a series of Google Gagas. Yeah, it's, that's true. You know, he's it's, he's bluffing. It's nothing too tactical. <laughs> uh, let's wrap this up. Yeah, man. Give, us, give us some plugs on uh, what you're up to, what we expect for you in the next uh, year. So. I don't know when this is going to pop up, but um, Black Mass is playing with Anvil at Great Scott. That's going to be cool. When's that happen? Um, March 2nd. All right. So it's like, you know. Pretty close. Anvil. Um, that's really it. Aside from uh, filling in with Demon Mouth for the uh, Max and Igor present Roots. Bloody Roots. Or however. Bloody Roots. Bloody Let roots. me see your roots. Not exactly. I mean, I know a lot of people are excited for it. Not exactly my favorite Sepultura album. Maybe like, yeah, they, they'd be cool if they presented, you know. like yeah, It's one of my earliest recollections of getting stoned is, is listening yeah. to Roots. It's true. Cool album. I mean, it's I not like exactly. It was, it was like their black album. It ain't though. no morbid visions. Duncan, yeah, right. you can't be up here. Go away. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> no, can't be up here. Um, can't be up here. But uh, yeah, you know, I think it's gonna be cool. Max and Igor are playing together, and you know, it's been fun learning the Fuming Mouth shit. It's been like a couple weeks now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks but, for the uh, T-shirt, Fuming Mouth. By the way. Yeah. Right. I didn't do it. I, now I don't know if I can wear the T-shirt that I have anymore. Is that is that a thing? Fuck I don't that like rule. wearing my bed. So, what, what else are you going to wear when you're fucking walking around the house know. in your underwear? Well, that's different. Your underwear. I'm not it's going to a metal show wearing my own band shirt, though. Maiden yeah. can do it, so I assume that just if trickles down. If you were down. Gene Simmons, you'd say otherwise. If but I was in Zamile, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Just <laughs> not on stage. Shit. I'd picture myself on my shirt. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, hopefully, going to be announcing some tours for the summer and fall. Is the Scafism album going to come out? <laughs> we'll see. Mass mixing is finally done, but it's not paid for yet. <laughs> Bunch of jerk details. Off. <laughs> 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 All right, that's enough talk about that band. Uh, but just Black Mass, really full. Fl- I mean, you were doing parasitic extirpation. Blues doing you call it uh, fit for an autopsy, but the the yeah. word in the street it's called fits. It's fits. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz, for, for it it sounds crout fucking like, ah, it's uh, out. yeah well i mean blue's going strong doing that i mean he's gone for another seven weeks seven weeks yeah and he just came back from europe like a month like less than a month ago i mean yeah you, you can't hold that guy down right now which is i mean he's doing it a lot of touring for a kid like you yeah i mean i i, I i'm waiting for i'm hoping that either like one of the bands i'm in is going to grow to do that or i'll find my my spot to do it right on all right, so fucking uh, Black Mass. Is there a new album this year, too, coming out? Or is there a new one We're, last year? Uh, there was a new one last year. Uh, actually, it came out in the fall of 2015, uh, Ancient Scriptures, uh, recorded at World Famous Studios in Colorado, all analog. Um, does a really good job out there. Recorded same guy that is working with Spectral Voice, and he did the latest Blood Incantation album. Fucking Spectral uh, Voice? Yep, yep. Do those guys live in this area somehow? No, in Colorado. All right. Yeah, no, they went out to Colorado to record their last album. Somebody from fucking Colorado. I, I was at that Blood Incantation show. Fucking, yeah. like, yeah. Well, I met him on the Spectral Voice dude there. I can't remember. Well, yeah, it's Paul and I can't remember. One of the other guys, I forget his name, but there's definitely at least two guys that oh. share. Um, 
But yeah, uh, we're almost done writing the new album. So maybe by the end of the year. We're, my hope is that we're going to do a, a two-track session for, with uh, Converse. We'll do like a single online, do like an A-side, B-side, maybe a tape or a seven-inch. And then we'll re-record everything by like maybe the end of the year if it's all done being written. I just want to push it. That's my. That's what I want to do. Okay. Push yeah. it real good. Yeah. Hey, push it. Pushing, hey, if I can, <laughs> like for you, pushing is just like walking around. Fucking, like, <laughs> what you do, man. <laughs> you got well, a reptilian patty of brain that just goes push it, push yeah, it. Yeah, well, like, when things start to slow down, that's what I don't like. <laughs> oh, you're a drummer. You know, you got to keep moving. Yeah, you do something. Play fast. Right. Yeah. Thanks for ha- uh, coming on here tonight. Thanks for all Please your help tonight. Me. Fucking one sure. ballroom. <laughs> one night cuisine in local one night culinary <laughs> event. nailed it culinary <laughs> events <laughs> one night culinary event I'm not come here for one night host. if you want a culinary come event for once, one night come here often what's the address uh 156 highland avenue somerville massachusetts 02143 and if you call the phone number, Alex will pick up the phone and go, once some of them, I can't help you. <laughs> Let's call them right Sometimes. now. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if you call them right now, I'd get it. Sweet. I had to make sure it was on silent for this fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck it's em. all good. Thanks for uh, everything tonight, and uh, thanks for taking Thank the time you. to talk to us. Cheers, thanks, buddy. Later. Love you.